ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of Pro Cool. It's not just cool, it's that cool. We are here to talk about this past week in the WWE, which means we're talking about Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, the Mixed Match Challenge, NXT, and this past Sunday's Elimination Chamber, the last Raw pay-per-view. I'm Owen Jones, by John. Hopefully. Ever. I'm Owen Jones, as always, by John. Hey, and we're joined, as always, by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We're streaming live over Mixler.com. Jesus Christ, I keep doing it. I keep doing it. I keep wanting it to be on that dead platform that is only supported by people that are dead inside. I mean, Jeff Gersman. Yeah, why do you think I said it? I mean, sometimes Alex Navarro is on there, too. Finish the plugs. We're jokes, everybody! We're streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozoneonline and on YouTube somewhere, I don't know, type in prowrestling.cool in the fucking search bar, maybe you'll find it. I don't know and I don't really care. But what I do care about is the fact that we are monitoring the chats there and our Twitter at the Heel Turn. So send us your questions and your comments and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. Everything sucks. How are you? Um, everything. Actually, sorry, let me, let me do a new take on that. The whole world's gone to hell. Well, how are you? Um, my personal world is kind of okay. I mean, the Oscars are coming up on Sunday. And I've only got... Technically, I've only got three more movies to see. Because I've seen two of the last five for Best Picture. Pretty, pretty exciting. I'm starting to get my picks around. I'm starting to hear a bunch of rumors and all that. And I'm seeing them by a... I guess by Sunday morning, I'll have my picks locked in. Very excited. All right. Very yeah. cool. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring the, the hellfire of the world by watching the escapist form of movies. Including, you know, the very escapist three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, yes, of course. Totally has nothing to do with the real world. Nope, nothing. It's it's nope. just about, look at these. It's it's Look, it's actually little... People don't really know this. It's actually the the secret uh, last uh, Narnia book. Oh, okay. You see, one of them, one of the billboards says the lion, the other one says the witch, and the third one says the wardrobe. Uh, no, actually, the third one says Woody Harrelson. Fuck. Well, I mean, look, man, I didn't want to spoil the movie, but like, as we all find out, the secret twist is that Woody Harrelson has actually been the wardrobe the entire time. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then he op- then he opens up his chest, and Aslan bounces out, and he's like, "Yo, man, I'm Jesus." Yeah, that that, that is actually how the movie ended. Very weird. That movie is actually really good. People should, you know, go watch that. All right. I think Frances McDormand's going to win Best Actress for well, that cool. role. I can't like definitively say that yet because I still I think I have one more movie to watch. But yeah, she's going to win. All right, then. I also think Sam Rockwell is going to win for Best Supporting Actor from that movie. Because he plays a... You know, it's a real stretch, this cop character he plays. He's, like, super racist. And, like, wheels his gun around shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, totally fictitious. It's it's really wild. All right, then. Mm Mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell's cool. He's not in enough stuff. Like I can't even think of the last movie he was in. Like I'm like I I mean I can think of Moon, which is fucking amazing, but that movie feels like it's so goddamn old now. Like 
Has to have been something after that, right? I mean, I can fact check that while you talk about what you I really like Sam Rockwell in Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I have not seen that. That is a great fucking movie. Charlie Kaufman has disowned it because he says that George Clooney changed too much of his script, but I don't I don't care. That movie's fucking awesome. Oh, he was how, in, how, hey, John. Using Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Forgot that even existed. Yep. I think everybody involved in that movie would like to forget it existed. I mean, except for Harrison Ford, because he doesn't remember it happening because he was too high during the whole thing. Word? Word, indeed. Owen, oh, I, ha- too, have been living in a fantasy world to escape the fact that life is a hellhole, world is a fuck. Yeah. By which I mean, in the brief periods I have between working and not wanting to, and wanting to die, so basically whenever I'm on the train, going to and from work, I've been playing a video game. What are those? It's a... No, excuse me, hold on, I have to say it correctly for on the internet. What are those? It's so old now. They they they, they do that joke. It didn't stop. I know, and it didn't stop me from laughing at it and of being like, not. I can't, I can't fucking believe you actually did a fucking what are those joke in 2018. But fuck it, fuck it. Memes are forever, man. Some memes are forever. It's true. Mm-hmm. But oh, and I've been playing Night in the Woods. I've heard this is a good game. It is wonderful. I've thought about it, playing it, but then I more hear about it and how it's like too real. I'm like, nah, I don't think I need that right now. It it speaks to me in a very personal way that I I really connect with and like. Is that good you know, or bad? I think it's good. I I think you know it's uh, granted that's also. It goes into a lot of my personal experience, like, not to, you know, go too deep into things here, because it's not the time or the place, but, like, I feel I feel a very strong connection with the main character, May. Like, mm-hmm. there, there are many parts of May's who she is and what she is about and, like, the journey that she is going on that in many ways I feel like I, I see the parallels to myself in it, and it, it does... You know, granted, so take that for what you will, and you know, I, I but I, I do feel a very strong connection to this game. I, I think it's incredibly, it's incredibly funny. I have laughed so many times at it. Like, I, I think the art is beautiful. Just like the way it animates is absolutely gorgeous. Like the, like I said, the writing is super sharp. The characters are really fully formed and well realized. Um, yeah, I, I just. I can't speak highly of it enough. You know, I'm not finished with it. Like I'm probably, I don't even know how far I am, but like, I, I think it's, it's just such a sweet and wonderful. And also like, I don't, I get, I don't know how real it gets. Like I, I kind of can see how it will get more real as thing goes on, time goes on, but it's also a game that has a lot of levity to it, and, like, a lot of those real moments are, like, couched in, like, kind of being funny and ridiculous. Like, there, there's a scene where you go to, uh, you know, 
the woods of name, and there's a party in the woods where it's basically just like, you know, a bunch of people, you know, a bunch of your friends, like, are back from college and all this for the weekend, and they're just having a party in the woods, and you just progressively get drunker and just, like, have conversations with your friends and, like, work up the courage to talk to your ex or whatever, and, like, again, shit gets kind of real there, and, you know, like, May kind of makes a scene and everything, but it's also still incredibly funny and charming, which I, th- I think makes those real moments, like, have have a lot more strength, even when, you know... It reminds me... Uh, it reminds me a lot of Persona 4 in, in tone in some ways. Not in the sense of, like, you know, being the same thing or being, like, all that similar. But in the sense of being, like, despite the fact that some actual real shit is going on, this is a fucking murder mystery. And, like, people are dying and ending up in fucking telephone poles. But it's still charming. And, like, everybody's kind of having fun and a good time. Even when, you know... There's something, you know, dealing with serious things like your friend B, like the alligator girl, who is dealing with some very real shit. Mm-hmm. It's 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 very sweet. I, I think you should definitely play it. It's it's a great thing to have on my Switch. I will need to find time because I still need to play Bayonetta. When the last time we talked, I still have not had a chance to play it more. I am stuck on the same chapter that I was stuck on last time we talked. Or actually, no, because I hadn't played it last time we talked. And now I've played it, and I am stuck. Mm-hmm. That game is hard. I bet. Well, again, I have not played it, but I, once I start getting deeper into it, I will let you know when I'm having a lot of trouble. Alright, then. Sir, are you ready to get into wrestling news? I, before we talk about wrestling news, I have one more uh, thing to talk about. Uh-oh. It's about wrestling. But it's not news. It's an amoosh boosh, if you will. I mean, it's news in the sense that it's it's something that happened. <clears throat> you tell. So, Owen, before I watched the Nixt this night. The what now? The NXT. The oh, Nixt. Oh, the Nixt. You mean Next. No, the, the, there's no E in there. It's Nixed. Alright, fine. Just saying. Anyway, before I watched NXT uh, tonight, I turned on I, I, I turned on WWE Network, uh, like, you know, a couple minutes early, which is, you know, kind of uncharacteristic for me. Because usually I ended up turning on the episode like 15 minutes into it being on. Okay. But, so I turned it on and had the live stream running in the background, and what is it? That I see, but them airing a promo, a scene from WWE Storytime. Oh no. In which Mojo Raleigh is basically telling a story of this one time that he was in the club and he took a disgusting, smelly shit. What? And everybody was upset. Wait, did he show the dance floor? No, it was in the bathroom. Okay. And I watched this, and I said, yeah, you know what, this definitely deserved to be the worst show of last year. Yeah. WWE Storytime! Probably the worst show of this year, too. Luckily, we don't have have Oscar here to try to defend it, because he was very upset that we picked it as the worst. Fucking what?! I don't know if you know this, our friend Oscar has the worst takes. 
Can we give him a column on the website? Just bad, like the opposite of hot take, bad take. No, because I, I we don't need we don't need that kind of stuff on this website. We have standards, sir. Very low standards, but even he somehow squeezes under under it. I still want to hear his defense of WWE 2K18. Oh, he's he's talked in length about WWE 2K18. Did you listen to that pre-show we did? No. When he was in the house, he talked all about it. It's... Oh, boy. What did he? What did he say? He 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 admits it's a bad game, but he likes the story stuff because he's a nightmare person. The story stuff isn't even that interesting. It's like. Especially now that they don't have, you know, get yelled at by fucking digital Bill DeMott. Also, uh, Rhythm Bastard says that the, op- that the opposite of a hot take is a frozen take. Yeah, you're actually right there, Rhythm Bastard. My bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway! Are you ready for wrestling news? I mean, I'm making this weird, creepy face that can only say one thing. Let's talk about wrestling. Also, this is an audio podcast, so that does not play... But, I, but we are on Twitch, and you can see me talking at you. But, John, you know what does play? Uh, it's the wrestling news. Play the fucking yeah. song. Hey, John. Oh, and I have some news for you. Oh, no. I watched that Nick Swartzen, I smoke weed every day in my life, I don't give a fuck video again. Yeah. Our news theme is in that. Perfect. Of course it is. Only top quality people use that royalty-free sound. Nick Swartzen is not a quality person, but that is a quality sketch, still. That's what I meant. I'm like, I'll, I'll post that in the Twitch chat. Please do. But John... Video, video shaming we, it up. We have one news story this week, but it's a big one. Is it a good one? No. Fuck! I mean, it's not like the world is on fire. It's not like Jeff Jarrett's in the Hall of Fame again. I still don't understand it. Oh, you know what's funny? They announced that that kid is going to be the Warrior Award recipient. Oh, yeah, that kid. His nickname is Little JJ. Sure. So we got two double J's going in the Hall of Fame the same year. That's deserved and worth it. That's the only reason they're putting Jeff Jarrett in. They wanted to make that joke. Literally the only reason. There's no other reason Jeff Jarrett would go in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if that's true. Besides all that Global Force bullshit that I speculated the other week. I definitely don't think that's true. Mm -mm. But John... Just saying. Yes, Owen. the, The big bit of news that we have this week is all the shit going on with Brock Lesnar and Dana White. Because more stuff broke today. Did you hear about what broke today? I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about here. I'm I'm actually... uh, I have some news for you, things that we usually don't talk about here. I'm looking at the names of some of the people that have been in our chat tonight. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. One of you, I'm not going to say who you are. You know who you are. Fuck you. Yeah, they got they got banned. Don't worry. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, we don't need to talk about how 
uh, how bit rough the Twitch chat has been tonight. Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Be a fucking person that's not a Nazi in in our chat. I'll read your questions. Shit. Fuck. I don't know. Yep. Don't worry. We've got we have a few mods in there now to take care of all that. But John, we need to talk about Dana White and Brock Lesnar because right, the it. thing that broke today from well the one the first source I got it from was ESPN, but then a bunch of other people I was talking to also mentioned this. Is uh, Dana White is publicly going out there saying there is a quote very very good chance end quote that Brock Lesnar will return to the UFC. Yeah, I've heard I've heard the rumors that they are interested in the Brock Lesnar fighting the John Jones. The John Jones is not going to happen. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know anything about UFC. Is John Jones not a? This week about him and the the drug testing shit. Like, he's never going to fight again. (laughs) That dude is fucked up. What? Did he fucking fail another... Pop another Uh, test again? No, not not that he failed another test. It's it's from the same test he failed recently. They had all this time to try to, like, build a case to defend him. And then he had the conference the other day, and essentially it was... Ah, somebody put stuff. Someone puts spiked my thing illegally. Wah. And then the commission, right. the commission's like, "Yo, dog, you failed like so many times. You're full of shit." No, he's full of HGH. Same thing. Yeah, I guess you're right there. But yeah, John Jones is not gonna fight in UFC again. All <laughs> no right, hey. way. More power to him, I guess. And that's why they're getting Brock Lesnar because. That's not a rumor anymore. It's Dana White going out there saying, yo, we're going to get Brock Lesnar when his contract is up with WWE. Brock Lesnar versus CM Punk. Fucking book it. No. I see CM Punk's going to fight again, but I don't want him to. I want him to. You do or don't? I do. Why? Because I'm ready to see him get his ass kicked again. Again. Okay. Sure. But yeah, Wait, you th- what you thought that I think that CM Punk is going to win? <laughs> well, if Come he fights on. the the Green Ranger, maybe. I believe that the Green Ranger could probably kick his ass. I don't think so. Not if they don't have any wires and you know explosions when he hits them. CM Punk is not a putty patroller. Conf- Motherfucker, Green Ranger. Can summon the goddamn dragon sword to crush CM Punk? Can he? Well, no, no. Now it's the Tiger Sword. He became the White Ranger. No, no. We don't talk about the White Power Ranger. That is not a thing that we discuss. Again, we're bringing it back to our friend in the chat. There. I mean, we don't gar- need him coming back. Very on brand for Twitch. Oh, I mean, gonna- very on brand for the internet. If we're going to be no, technical gonna about it. They're going to kick us off this service. But yeah, have you been following all this uh, this Brock Lesnar stuff? Because a lot of people who are like not in the know have been like coming at me on Discord asking me about it. And no, I haven't followed a lot of about it. a lot of fake stuff's been going around and speculation that people are putting on the news as fact, just not true. I've so, heard some speculation that I find really interesting. Well, first let me tell you about Sunday, and then you can. It's see- not about Brock, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, on Sunday... I, mean, I guess it's sort of about Brock, but we'll get to it. On Sunday, uh, the Elimination Chamber was in Las Vegas. 
It sure was. Brock Lesnar was in Las Vegas. He sure was, apparently, because you said that. I mean, also, the ROM dog said it. He was not at the T-Mobile Arena. That's, that's the arena that the chamber was at. He sure wasn't. Instead, he was hanging out with Dana White. You had mentioned this before. And Dana also, White. So did the Roman. Dana White posted on the Instagram a picture with him and a wiki face. It's him and Brock Lesnar, and I can confirm that that was taken on Sunday. That's not a stock photo that he just did there to mess with the WWE. That's well, an what does photo. it mean? No, you know what it means. I don't know, man. Like they crucified the they they crucified the big boss man, and they asked, "What does it mean?" There's a different time, John. But it must yeah. become some kind of symbol. But yeah, so uh, we had that happen at uh, the Elimination Chamber. Then on Monday night, they had been promoting a face-to-face for Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And then Roman Reigns comes out and cuts that promo about him not showing up. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my question. Do you think he just legit didn't show up and they had to rewrite the show at the last second? I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I could see it. I could certainly see it happening, but Mm -hmm. I could also certainly see it being a work, brother. Well, let me tell you that it is. It is a work. Okay. It's because here's the thing. Paul Heyman was also not there. Yeah. What? What? What hap- What actually happened is they had the face-to-face planned. Then all the buzz about the photo got out. And WWE thought, well, wouldn't, wouldn't it be better if we built on that? And instead of having a, a face-to-face where Brock Lesnar is the face and Roman Reigns gets booed, we have Brock not show up and then let Roman cut a vicious promo, thereby, thereby getting you know the face reaction that he did. Can we just skip ahead to talking about that segment? Uh, I mean, we can talk about that in the news since this, this is the topic. You can talk about All right, it. Alright, let's ahead. let's do it. I Would you like to read what I have titled this in my notes? Oh, we're gonna do that? I, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna read that. Uh, you you well, read it. Okay, guys. So here's how Roman Reigns is like Donald Trump. Oh, God. Okay. You know how every time our idiot president makes a speech where he doesn't, like, trip over his own dick and say something stupid and racist? And, like, basically how anytime he proves that he can read off of a teleprompter without, like, slurring or saying... Some again, something racist or basically the n-word, like that the fucking media is always tripping over their dicks to be like, oh man, he's so presidential. This is the day that Donald Trump became president of America. I don't, I don't, I don't like any of this. I feel like that's how I am. Like I, I, that is how this Roman Reigns promo makes me feel. It was fine. 
What he said was fine. It was understandable. He came at it from a, a place that I feel is reasonable and makes sense for his character and the way that they have tried to sell his character in the past. I will even admit that he did it generally a little bit better than the way that they have tried to sell his character in the past. Although, let's be fucking fair here, this is basically the same shit they did the last time he fought Brock. Of being like, this is in my blood, I'm number Samoa family, one verse all, garbage derp. Yeah. I can, I will. Yeah, but, but when he did that last time, he was in a television studio. They still suck shit. That's point. I, I think. I mean, look, a, I think this was good. I think this was a good promo. I thought it was fine, but it's also. I feel like people are rushing to be like, "Wow, this is the greatest. This is the best thing Roman Reigns has ever done." This is no, the, like, no. It feels like people are rushing in. You know, in the same way that people. Oh, like our stupid fucking media who wants to just like pretend that everything is fine and normalize everything rushes in to be like, hey, Donald Trump became a president today, like when he doesn't fuck up. Like, this just feels like everybody rushing in to be like, oh man, Roman actually proved that he's deserving of the top spot and like, you know, a real main event guy. Who's, like, who is saying this? I just feel like that's the fucking tone that I see from people just being like, oh, this promo was so great. This promo was so good. It's the same shit he's always done. Hold on, John. You're telling me that there's hyperbole on the internet. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess that is what I'm telling you is that like, yeah, people are, people on the internet have an opinion that I don't have. And I think that they're weird. I think I, you know what? If people want to think that you've, Go on them. It's not his best promo. The best promo was the night after he beat The Undertaker. That'll always be his best promo ever. But this was competent. And, you know, he it, it was a shoot, brother. Even though clearly it wasn't actually a shoot. But, he, you know, he got the crowd behind him. And that's the huge success there. Is that he got a crowd to cheer him. Especially after the bullshit that happened at Elimination Chamber. That's his big accomplishment. That's the big, you know, win he got out of this promo. Like, he's still Roman Reigns. He's still not good. But, you know, heading... Uh, since we're going to be on this long road to WrestleMania, at least he's starting on the right foot. I'm but sure is he's- it really going to last? No. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's on the right foot now. We just need them not to interact ever until the show, because as soon as they're in the same building together, he's clearly going to be the heel again. Hmm. But yeah, I'm going to chalk, chalk that up as a victory for Roman and the WWE for orchestrating that with Brock not being there. That was a very smart move on their part. Yeah, that is that is a smart move on their part. They they did that well. And as for the Roman promo itself, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that great. Chill out. Yeah. Internet. And, and to wrap up this news story, a lot of people were asking me, like, well, you know, what do they are they building up backup plans in case Brock Lesnar no shows WrestleMania? Because you know, they're, and I heard that the answer is yes, and I also heard that, and this is like complete dirt sheet speculation, and maybe like sub dirt sheet speculation. So don't fucking like take this with anything, but like not even a grain of salt. Just like take the whole goddamn salt shaker with I'll, it. I'll, I'll evaluate this claim. There is 
some speculation going around that, hey, remember that story that was a while oh, ago no. where... You're talking the, about this? No. Oh, yeah. With the, the, the man what said that he sold the HGH to the Rom Dog and the Mark Wahlberg? Yeah. I've heard some speculation going around that, like, there might actually be some traction to that story, and it's kind of getting more confirmed, potentially, and they might have to do something about Roman. I I doubt that. I doubt it, too. Like, that seems like some total horse shit. But... Let me get... Let me me explain this to you. Because, number one... But I'm just saying... Doug, what if they did that match, but they had fucking Braun Strowman beat Brock Lesnar? No. That's Come right. on, though! Let, let me explain to you. Number one, the WWE has a very extensive drug testing policy for their full-time performers, which Roman Reigns is. If he was on this shit, you know, you've seen some major stars take suspensions before due to failing drug tests. They're Even Roman Reigns at one point. So they're they know if he's on stuff or not. And that wasn't even, like, HGH show. That was fucking, you know. Yeah. That's Adderall. Exactly. So, if if, it was, if he was on HGH, they would, like, they would know. And the second thing is, uh, remember Brock Lesnar having the whole thing right before SummerSlam where he had that UFC fight and then he tested positive? And then, yeah, the, no. and then the WWE did jack shit and he main evented SummerSlam? Yeah, and that's kind of more what I mean is that, like, that's more where I was going to go with this is, yo, dog, you really think WWE is actually going to give a shit about one of their, like, biggest names doing here? Yeah, this is, not, nothing's going to happen. No, I, I wasn't saying, like, anything's going to happen. I'm just saying, yo, what if Brock Lesnar, though, with Braun? no. no. They can bing-bong it up! Bing-bong champion! I wish they would. Also, I the other rumor that people are trying to say about Braun is I don't think it's happening either. Because people are idiots. And they're saying, oh, they're clearly going to have Braun Strowman team with Ronda Rousey. What? Why? No. Because they're like, oh, remember the SummerSlam thing? I'm like, yeah, no one remembers the SummerSlam thing except for me, because I'm an idiot. I don't remember the SummerSlam thing. Not not SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Where it ended with Braun Strowman beating up Triple H. And then they never followed up on it. Yeah, because it didn't matter. Exactly. It's They're not going to revisit that for this. Braun- why would they re- why, Yeah, why would they revisit that when they can do the fucking thing that they actually want to do, which is fucking Kurt Angle. And yeah, also, her crazy. angle was the story that was the fucking mattered in that match. Exactly, it's, it's gonna be. Crazy. They just threw Braun Strowman beating up Triple H as a fucking gimme because they know that the crowd fucking likes Braun and hates Triple H. Yeah. Which, in fairness, I hate Triple H too. So you know. Yeah, kind of like the end of Elimination Chamber where Braun Strowman beat up the person at the end of the show, and then it doesn't matter. Because yeah, Braun basically, is, Braun is busy getting ready to go for the Intercontinental Title. It doesn't even seem like that's happening anymore. Oh, uh, I th- I think it's gonna happen. A lot of people are speculating it's gonna be a triple threat for the uh, title. I say they're gonna do the thing that they do every year. They're gonna do a ladder match. Ladder match. I mean, they didn't do it last year, but th- they should bring it back. Remember the Great Intercontinental Championship match from last year's WrestleMania? Nope. 
You're right, because it wasn't on WrestleMania. And I know. That's what I'm getting at. They should they should do the ladder match. They should have Braun Strowman bring back the gold ladder. Think about it. How would Braun bring Put back the Put Mark ladder? Henry in the match with him. What about the polka dot ladder? Uh, that That's property of uh, Ring of Honor now. I don't know. I mean, still own the Stardust character. I don't think they even know what that is anymore. The Cosmic Ladder. Stardust. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the news, unless you got anything. I have the most important news, Owen. Is it actual news, or are you going to tra- do this as a transition? Elimination Chamber happened on Sunday! Mm-hmm, there it is. It was a show! Hey, John, where's your review? Eh, it's coming. Oh, boy. So, uh, ch- look out for April when his review of Elimination Chamber goes up. Here's a quick version of it. It's it's taken me a while to formulate my thoughts because I've had a lot of changing opinions about this pay-per-view. The that's, first, that's see, like, that's, the, that's the point. You're supposed to just get your quick reaction and then be wrong. At first, I was like, ah, this pay-per-view was good! And then I think about more, it's like, eh, the Elimination Chamber matches were good! That's about- And that's kind of where I've come on it. Yeah. Those Elimination Chamber matches were good. One of them was great. One the other was one okay. was very good. Admittedly, mm. they both had, like, don't get me wrong here, they both had, like, the same sort of structural issues, and, like, um... They both kind of mirrored each other in mistakes there. But hear me out here, Owen. What? One of them had Bing Bong. Oh, yay. That was so worth it. And Bing Bong fucking murdered everyone except that one guy. With really terrible looking power slams. They were fine. I don't know. They were fine. They looked like... Like, basically the only one that didn't look super great was the one on Cena. And who cares? Okay. Because what matters is, yo, motherfucker just pinned Cena. Everyone pinned Cena. It's still real to me, damn it. Come on. Seth Rollins pinned Cena, so clearly it doesn't matter. It's still real to me. The one cool thing he did was throwing uh, the Miz off top of the uh, thing. That's pretty cool. No, he did a lot of cool shit. There was a lot of fun stuff. I'm not going to say that, like, you know... Okay, the, that, the, the cool spot where everyone pinned him off the powerbomb was good. That was really fun. Like, I, I thought that there was a bunch of cool shit. Like, you know, especially with the ending, him throwing fucking Roman through the goddamn pod door. Pod wall, whatever it is. It's a door. Door, pod, wall, same difference. Anyway, like, the point is, I thought it was cool. I'm not, again, I'm not going to say that, like, you know... There was there weren't missed opportunities, mm-hmm. like not just for Braun but for this entire match. I mean, come on, they didn't have Elias playing guitar in the cage. What they did? I mean, yeah, they they had the beginning, but I wanted Elias to be playing guitar in the pod that entire match. No, that would have been so fucking good. No, I think that would have been too much. That would have been too much, Elias. 
No, that's exactly it. It would have been too much. It would have made everybody angry. So then when Braun fucking like comes out and the first thing he does is just bashes through the fucking pot and murders Elias, it would have been great. Maybe. It would have been great. It would have gotten like the biggest fucking pop ever. The, the, the Braun stuff was cool. The problem is that he looked like such a bitch at the end. <sighs> Look, I'm not going to sit here and say that I like that ending. John, that ending was a bummer. Everyone pinned him and he kicked out. You had two spears and he's done. Look, man. Fish gotta swim. Birds gotta fly. And Rom Dog the Yard Dog gotta look strong. Does he, though? At the expense of Braun's huge you know, momentum he got in that match. Bro. This is the problem, the Braun Strowman conversation for the past year. Roman, or Brock, kills his fucking, like, Braun gets all this fucking momentum, does all this cool shit, looks like the fucking best, and only for Roman or Brock to fucking kill his momentum. And they just pretend like it didn't fucking happen. And also they and for the most part, we, or the audience accepts it because Braun is so fucking cool and so fucking over. But here's the thing, they build him up so much in this match, and now what's he going to do at WrestleMania? I don't know. Maybe he'll be in a celebrity spot. He'll be backstage with some celebrity. That, that'll that be his bit. That's it. You no win Andre. But does he need to? Did Big Show need to? No, and that was bad. Like, Mojo at least did something with it. Did he? Hey, he, he he tried to get those kids to join his cult. That was worth it. Did he, though? Like, I feel like that's like saying, hey, Cesaro really did something with it. He had Paul Heyman cradle the, st- oh, the statue like a baby after Jack Swagger broke it. Worth it. Also... Remember Cesaro and Paul Heyman? Yeah, that was okay. No, it wasn't. Uh, excuse me. And that's the problem. It should have been amazing. Excuse me? What about that that one show where Cesaro had an eye patch? It wasn't because of Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman was with him. He looked awesome. Someone fucked up his eye. He He did look awesome. He did look awesome. With Paul Heyman and, and him being Big Boss, it was great. He did look awesome. Don't get me wrong. He looked like fucking M. Bison. I was way into it. Yeah. He, actually, no, I'm sorry. He looked like Sagat. But point is, Braun Strowman... Sagat, but dressed like M. Bison. That's what made it good. Braun Strowman does not need to win the, the Andre Battle Royal. Shouldn't even be in it. No, he shouldn't, but he should be fighting fucking Brock instead of Roman, so what are you going to do? Or actually, no, fuck that, he should just be champion. How about this, what if Johnny Gargano wins the Battle Royal? Well, that's not going to happen. And then afterward, he gets attacked by Ciampa. Well, that's definitely not going to happen. Well, we got time. We have time before we get to make predictions on that. But yeah, we should talk about the other Elimination Chamber, the women's one. Yeah, women's match was fun. I liked it more than the men's. 
I thought that the wrestling was very well done. I thought that everybody in it looked very good. Well, okay. I thought the five people in it looked very good. Except for... No, four. Oh, who who else did you think not look good? It was both members of Absolution. Oh, yeah. I I thought... I thought Sonya was fine. I think Sonya being in there alone with Bailey was awful. At the beginning, like it felt like they were just like saying, "Please, for the love of God, someone come in here." We have, we have nothing we're doing right now. We can't put together a string of good moves. Hmm. Yeah. And then Mandy came in. Then they could tell a story of the two on one. And then, but Sasha came. Except, in. whoops, Mandy's actually terrible. Oh yeah, of course she is. But at least it. They, She's they, real bad. At least they were able to try to tell a story with it, so that was good. That's what I liked about this match. It had a lot of story. Like, but, all, all the teams together. Okay, but hear me out here. It had a lot of story at the expense of all the fucking stories they've been building to for weeks. They fucking broke everything. Like, why do you have this whole thing of fucking, like... Mickey James getting getting saved by Alexa Bliss and all these yeah. things, all this fucking like a character building that they're in there, and you don't have fucking Mickey James and Alexa Bliss ever interact. I know, but that was perfect. I liked it. It was fucking terrible. I liked it because Alexa's like, yeah, I'm gonna be last. Mickey's gonna be in there to help me. Oh shit, she got eliminated. I'm fucked. Like that was a good, that was a nice twist on it. It was, it was fucking like, stupid. Alexa's like, please, Mickey, hold hang in there so we can work together. And they, nope, Ashley, Alexa, you're But there's actually no fucking sense that they would work together. It's not like they made it seem like in any of that fucking shit that, like, oh, man, Mickey and Alexa are, like, friends again. This is going to be great. Although they did try to fucking lean into that on Monday, and it was like, nope, this isn't happening. I think Mickey's Nobody's buying this shit. I, bu- I, I, like, I like them being heels together again. But see, like the, the backstabbing story already happened with uh, Sasha and Bailey, with Sasha and Bailey turning on each other when they were fighting Bliss. And it was like, uh... but yeah, they yet they still won't turn Sasha all the way, and it's kinda... no, they won't, and that's why it's stupid. No, they're they're going to at WrestleMania, maybe. They've done this shit. No, I don't fucking believe them anymore. They've done this too many fucking times. I know. Like, and they just have, and like, they, they fucking cut believability by just having Sasha do it at like the stupidest, most inopportune time. Uh. Ditto, by the way, in even worse fashion, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns fighting Braun. Well, it, it's motherfuckers. It's you're working together to beat the big strong guy who's killing everybody, and fucking Mark ass Seth Rollins is gonna be like, "No, I'm actually gonna try and pin you now, Roman." Because <laughs> he realizes, uh, I don't want to be one on one with the Ram Dog because Ram Dog's gotta look strong. Well, look at how that went for him. Yeah, the person now who he's fighting well, for the Intercontinental Championship. But yeah, the person who went one on one with Ram Dog lost. So yeah, it made sense. Except it got pinned by the guy that lost to the Rob Dog, so you know. But to be fair, everyone did. Yeah. And anyway, back to the women's Seth one. Seth Rollins is still dumb, that's what that matters. Anyway, back to the women's one. I liked Also in stuff. that men's match, Miz was there. Okay, who cares about the Miz? I like the Miz. I, in that in this 
in the context of that match, who cares about the Miz? Yeah, true. But let me get back to the women's match and talk about how I enjoyed the story with Alexa Bliss running around on top of the cage and everyone chasing her. I thought that was I really that fun. W- I thought that went on for too long. And I thought it was funny. I also thought that they did a poor job of... No, you're, you're just, like, not trying to chase her. You could catch her. She's not that fast. You could get her. Oh, weird. Like, they, like people have trouble climbing ladders. It wasn't even that. It was literally, like... A, you're literally two inches away from her. Like, you could reach just the slightest little bit and get her, but you're like, oh, oh, oh no, she's just out of my grasp, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Eh, it was fun. I liked it. Oh, and the right person won. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Yep. Uh, I, I like Alexa. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, Alexa's cool. I don't know what else to say. That promo was great. Sasha's a dork. What? That promo was really good. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. contribution, Owen. I, I, I don't want to talk about Sasha. She's cool. She's a good wrestle lady. She, she was good later in the week on Tuesday. I'll talk about her then, but... I don't like Sasha as a promo. I just don't. Well, it's a good thing she didn't cut any. Oh, I thought you said she'd cut a promo. No, Alexa cut a promo. What no, are you talking uh, about? I, John, you you made me just do something in my in the chat room. Throw me off here. Jeez. <laughs> Whatever, man. Alexa is, is great as a promo. Go. If we're talking about Alexa, Alexa is great as a promo. She is the best promo in the women's division. She's, that's why she has the belt. Not because she wrestles what? good, because she's good at Yes, promo. although, all that said, the Twisted Bliss off the top of the of the pod was really cool. Oh yeah, it was. It was really cool. Because she's so tiny. I do kind of wish that, like, Sasha's roll-through looked better. Uh, Sasha's not that good. No, that's the problem. Sasha's great. She's always been great. Yeah, and but we're in a but we're in a den of iniquity and sin, in which no one wins, and everything is terrible. And I'm not just talking about Vegas. And that's elimination chamber. What'd you say there, John? Oh, did did you lose me for a second there? I, I said did lose you, I did lose you for a second. And that's elimination chamber. Great. Nothing awesome. else happened. The match, it, the show was two matches. It was an hour long. Yep, that's exactly how it went. Yep, nothing else happened. No, no Can't beach balls. Prove otherwise. No beach balls. No way. I bet Cesaro was pissed. Why? You know Cesaro's opinion on beach balls. Yeah. Well, Jumps yeah. to the crowd and fuck tears him to pieces. Yeah, we're having a bit of issues hearing you, John. But yeah, the 
We, uh, we we don't need to uh we don't we don't need to talk about the rest of the show, John. Oh, we probably should talk about some of it. No, we shouldn't. Nothing else happened. There was no I told I told you there's no beach balls in this show. Nothing else happened. Naya versus there's no Oscar tag was match. bad. There was no t- tag match that was real terrible and didn't mean anything. There was no it was pretty dumb. Dumb, it was pretty great. You work. know what was great though? What? When they did that tag match again on Monday and made it two out of three falls. Nope. Guess who won both of the falls? Yeah, I know. Guess how good it was? It was. Not good. I didn't watch Raw, so I don't know. Well, let me give you a hint. Wasn't great. What? Titus Worldwide wasn't good in a wrestle match? I don't believe you. I know. How could how could great charismatic wrestler Apollo be a non-starter? That's actually kind of mean. I thought Apollo. I thought Apollo was good. Yeah. Every time, every time I watched Apollo, especially especially in the Elimination Chamber match, like I just watched, like man, they need to actually give him a fucking character because, like, he is exciting as shit to watch. It's a character. What is his character? Cheerful black guy. <laughs> I mean, a real character, not a fucking goddamn Michael Hayes character. No, that's all they got. That's what yes, I know day. Michael Hayes is all they got. It's always been all they got. Been that way for years. I'm just saying, they gave that to the New Day, and look, they made it work. This world was gotta do the same thing. You, you know what I'm getting at? No. They gotta bring back, uh, what was his name? Flapjack Patterson? Oh, Pancake Patterson, Jesus Pancake Christ. Pancake Patterson, yep. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. Hey, He flattens fools. Exactly, pancakes are in. Have Pancake Patterson versus The New Day at WrestleMania, let's go. Was Pancake Patterson supposed to be... Darren's uncle or Titus's uncle? I'm not sure. Yes. The answer is yes. Okay. Oh, are, are Titus and Darren supposed to be related? Yes. All, all, according to WWE, all black people are related. Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like all I'm not even moments. giving that a heel turn. I'm giving that a... Naya and Asuka was terrible, just like that joke. You don't need to talk about this, John. I don't know why no, you keep talking it was even about worse than that. Stop talking about this pay per view, John. We need to talk about Matt Hardy versus Bray no! Wyatt because they're fucking doing it again. Did you see Monday? I saw. The, I saw the promo. That's all I needed. Why are they doing this again, John? Why no. don't they stop? Why do they hate us? Because they're bad. They hate us. They hate us. I know. Man. To death. I, John, I have a question. I have a question for you. What? Why are we still talking about this bad pay per view? Because you need to know. No, I don't. The, pe- your, the people can't handle this. You need to know about Ronda Rousey. Oh boy. Okay. How about this is the last thing we talk about? Then we transition into Raw. 
I mean, we're going to transition into Raw because, A, this is the last thing to talk about, and, B, it dovetails nicely into what happened on Raw, which also sucked. No, I disagree. I think the Raw promo was a million times better. It was better? I liked it. I actually thought it redeemed Ronda Rousey. But please, tell Uh, me about Sunday. Sunday was fucking bad. Ronda Rousey doesn't know how to talk. No, that's not true. You and I privately had this conversation. She had some issues. She had some nerves. The crowd was not being very nice. It all built up to her like not having a good time her first time on a WWE microphone in front of a large crowd. That is also true. That crowd, crowd, the crowd was dicks. Yeah, and that's why her UFC friends had to uh, you know start a chant it from ringside that was mic'd very loudly to try to help support her. And you know what? I have to support Ronda Rousey. You know why? She and I high five. Therefore, we are friends now. It's canon. Fucking sell out. It's canon. Fucking sell out. Cameras caught it. It's canon. We're friends now. Fucking sell out. Yeah, they also caught you high fiving Stephanie, you fucking mark ass motherfucker. She and I are friends now. I'm still mad about that. Don't know if you know this, John. I she started the women's revolution. This is canon. Tell me why you liked Monday's segment. I liked Monday's segment because they've tailored this more to Ronda's strength of, hey, she's real good at running out looking pissed off, and then actually cut like a comfortable promo talking talk some mad shit, and then Kurt Angle happened. Kurt Angle sure happened, all right. Yeah. Also, Kurt Angle happened on Sunday, but he happened he happened like better on Monday a little bit. One of these days, Angle. He didn't I'm say I'm gonna Russ- punch you in the face. He didn't say WrestleMania 21 this time. Which did Look. you see? Did you see the the highlights video they made for Sunday's segment where they masterfully edited it? So he said WrestleMania 31 on the first try. Yeah, I did. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> It was pretty seamless. I was pretty impressed with it. But yeah. This segment was good. It was Kurt Angle begging for his job pretty much. You know? And saying that they they lied even though they clearly didn't. And Ronda sounded comfort- more comfortable. She's like played her role well. Stephanie was a giant asshole by a fake apologizing to the max. And then Triple H clocked Kurt Angle, and it was good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was fine. I think it was a huge improvement, and showed that hey, Ronda, when like has can get more comfortable, can be utilized more properly, and she might actually like do well in the WWE. We just need to see how she works in the ring. I'm not gonna sit here and say that like it wasn't much better. It definitely was. Like, there's nowhere to go but up after Sunday. Because Jesus. True. But, you know. I still think she's kind of, I still think she's kind of awkward. I think less side. I think she's got room to grow. And, you know, she's going to, in the long run, I think she's going to do really well. 
I just need to see her wrestle, though. Yeah, I, I guess. I just don't want her. This to is end gonna up... sound. This is gonna sound mean, it is and it's probably a lot John. meaner than I intended. All right, let's be mean, John. But you know what? For fucking Ronda Rousey, a person what has been at the top of the MMA, a person who has had to do this kind of like you know talking on microphones and being exciting before in that last job, a person what has done actual acting in films. Have you seen her in movies? She's not good in them. No, wrong. She's not good. She's never been. But you know what? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I expected something a little bit better and more professional than we've seen out of Shayna Baszler. I think Shayna Baszler is getting better. I think Shayna Baszler is getting better too. But But, you know what? But you have to remember, Shayna Baszler when she first started out was one of my least favorite things of last year. Yeah, there's a reason that she was, like, the worst newcomer. Yeah, but, you know, she put the time in. I agree. Again, this is not to disparage Shayna Baszler as much as it's to say, I don't think that their talents are incredibly dissimilar, and one of them is in the developmental show, where the idea is you're in there to get better and learn how to actually do this. John. And the other is on Raw. Hey John, it's because Shayna Baszler isn't a big name. I'm aware of why it is. That doesn't make it all right. I know. Well, Shayna Baszler will probably end up being better in the long run, and that's good. We'll see. Not to skip ahead to this week's next talk. Excuse but me? What's that? You know what I said. All right. Shayna Baszler still looks really awkward coming to the ring. All right, we'll we'll get to that. But uh, let's transition to talking about Monday Night Raw. The show that I did. I mean, not we watch. already transitioned to talking about Monday Night Raw. We're talking about Monday Night Raw. Let's keep talking about Monday Night Raw. Let's talk about things like, yo, the Miz is right. I, I didn't about what I didn't watch. Um. So, apparently, off off camera, this is, you know, Miz cut a fucking another blistering promo of his that was fucking amazing, as usual, because it's the goddamn Miz. And, basically, uh, he fucking buried Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle doesn't have a match for him for WrestleMania yet. Yeah. And fucking buried Kurt Angle for like the whole thing, and Corey got in on this too, burying him. So do you? You know what? Do you know anything about what happened on Raw? I I do know about this. About, about the, the whole uh, Miz thing. About this might be your opponent. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What? Like really? You can't tell the guy who he's fucking fighting at the most decided. important show of the year. He hasn't decided yet. Has he not fucking decided? Kurt Angle's bad at his job. That's his character. I don't think you understand this, John. But the thing is that, like, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, man, it's just Kurt Angle's bad at his character. It's hard to look at this from the perspective of it being a television show when you consider that, like, they have spent fucking years not giving a shit about the Intercontinental Championship and just doing fuck all and whatever the fuck with it. 
They spent a whole bunch of years doing like, oh, let's just do some ladder match bullshit. Just throw everybody in there. I don't fucking know. Those were good, though. They were. Some of them were good, but then you get fucking Zack Ryder holding the title for a day. Um, okay, I can't defend that one. And then you get last year where they said, fuck it. Let's just put it on the pre-show. Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. That'll be fun, right? No. No. So it looks like they're at least trying with the title this time. Are they? Because it doesn't seem like they even know what the fuck they're doing. Hey, John. WrestleMania's six weeks away. They got plenty of time. They can't just build the match now. I mean, they could. No. They've already done that for one of the matches. Well, yeah, this is the, the marquee match. And you're telling me that... The Intercontinental title doesn't matter? Yeah, that is what I'm telling you. Well, I know that's what you're telling me, but, like, I want them to fucking say it. No, because the Miz is going to keep telling you that it does matter. He's wrong. Dude, in, like... I mean, not to quote him directly here, but in 60 days, he will be the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. Yeah. I know. Because they keep forgetting the bill exists and that he's wearing it. Mrs. Bay. Well, you're not wrong on that one. Ms. He's getting his own show. Everything. He's getting his own show. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a multi-man match for the Intercontinental title at, at WrestleMania. Miz had a match against Seth Rollins, who might be his opponent. Yeah. He lost. It was fucking awesome. Champions then lose. Then immediately afterwards, Miz had a match against Finn Balor, who might be his WrestleMania opponent. Question, what was Finn wearing? Uh, Just his regular jacket. He didn't have the blue jacket. Oh. Okay. I did like the blue jacket. I thought it was cool looking. Well, I have good news for you. He, he wore it on Tuesday. What a surprise. He wore it on the blue show. No, oh, he wasn't on the blue show. He was on the red and blue show. I mean, show. he was on the show that they film after the blue show. Yeah. But we'll get to it, because there's some fun stuff about uh, about that. Eh. But yeah, Miz lost twice. All the, all the champions are losing, except for the tag champs, for some reason. Because there's literally no one else. True. Well, I mean, they they could, you know, do something. They could do the crazy thing of having them fight the Usos. They did that. Yeah, do it again. No. Title unification match, let's go. No. Oh, but having them and have the tag team tag chance get to use both brands would be nice because they're on their tag divisions. One could argue that there never were. Also, remember the revival? No, who's that? They they were a team. They're called the Top Guys. They don't exist anymore on Raw. Never heard of them. That's a shame. Anything else in this Raw? Oh, you're right. You mean those two idiots that got murdered by DX. Nope. Don't remember that. What else happened overall, John? 
We talked about Roman. We talked about Ronda. There was a six-woman match, but I don't really care. Who? Uh, who was it? It was the team of Alexa and Mickey James and Nia Jax. Oh, yeah, also they, they opened the show with Alexa cutting a promo with Mickey James hanging out with her. Ah! <laughs> I got you to say the thing, and then the robot talked. It was dumb. Yes, it they was. Had that, they had a match against Asuka, Bailey, and Sasha, and then... Bailey, Weird, the team with Asuka on it won. Couldn't have seen that coming. Bailey bailed, because cool. More like Bailey, am I right? Nope. Why did she oh, bail? It took me so long to think about that. Because Sasha tried to tag her in! What's wrong with that? Pissed off about Elimination Chamber! Oh, suck it up! What, is Bailey gonna turn heel? No. <sighs> Whatever. No. Asuka won, at least. Well, right? maybe, actually. I don't know. Like, remember, because I, I was actually going to make the comparison of, nah, they're just doing that bullshit they did with the shield. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, they made it seem like Seth Rollins was, like, actually going to be the one to bail on the team. Because, oh, man, you fuck be dicks. I'm not going to take this tag, and I'm just going to let you lose. Hey, and hey, then, yeah, no, he did turn heel. He was hey, the one to turn heel. Hey, John. What? What if the thing with the... With him turning heel, or with Bailey turning heel, is that she now just hugs people that don't want hugs. And just squeezes them to death. That's her new gimmick. I believe that is assault? Yeah. And? Most things in wrestling are assault. Well, you got me there. Anyway. Braun fought Elias. I don't care. Braun won. By DQ. Are you are you surprised? Yeah, considering he lost that elimination chamber. Come on, come on, come on. Elias is clearly the more important person here. Do you understand the whole company is named after Walk with Elias, right? It's true. Just just facts. Also, John Cena cut that promo, and it was good, but also, whatever. Oh, you challenged The Undertaker. Cool. I can't wait for that match. Right? Uh, no. Why, why is he not fighting The Undertaker? Because, apparently, that match is impossible? Why? That's actually what he said. How is it impossible? Undertaker was at Raw 25. He clearly still exists. He didn't explain. He was just all like, whatever, guys, I'm going to SmackDown, bye. I'm going to get a match there, bye. Yeah, I, I'm aware. I That's the show I watch. He was very much on that show. Did John Cena get the match that he wanted? Yes, of course he got the match he wanted. Did he do it by pinning the top champion on the show? Of course he did. He's John Cena. What a cool guy. I love John Cena. So is, is this the part where you want me to talk about SmackDown? You texted me that SmackDown was good this week. It was good this week. I actually I watched it. I read the results of SmackDown, and I went, what the fuck is he talking about? I don't know. You didn't. The results did not have everything that happened on SmackDown. You want me to talk about SmackDown? 
Really? Now it's a fucking six pack challenge? What? What do you? What? 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 The fucking main event at Fastlane. Yeah, of course it is. It's dumb as shit. Yeah. Now let me talk to you, John, about SmackDown because I don't want to hear about it because you're gonna try and tell me the fucking Baron Corbin and fucking Sami Zayn was cool. No, oh, great. Not the John, next permutation John, of that stop. shit. John, stop. I I'm not talking about everything that have on SmackDown. I'm talking about the good things. That was not one of the good things. One of the good things was John Cena. He showed up, and he's like, I'm on SmackDown, and crowd's like, oh, it's you. Yeah, you said that last night. And then the crowd said, Rusev Day. Crowd said that a lot during both Elimination Chamber and Raw. As they should, and they said it to John Cena, and then Danny Bryan and Shane McMahon came out, and they're like, well... Noted. They said duly noted to Rusev Day, but also... Uh, yo, you want to be in the title match, fuck yeah, but I guess you have to earn it, so why don't you beat our champion in the main event that we're going to give away John Cena versus AJ Styles on the TV, and he's like, okay, I'll do that, and you know what, did you know John Cena versus AJ Styles is pretty good? Yeah, I remember one of those matches being pretty close to our match of the year. Yeah, a couple of them were really good. This one was also really good, considering it was on TV and was limited in time. They made the most of it. It was fun. It was back and forth. This, there was a real fun spot with the, with the John, with the AJ Styles getting put through the table, and then um, AJ Styles used a fan's hand to get up and. Uh, Get back in the ring and buy the count of ten. All right then. I have a gif of it over on uh, ProWrestling.cool. You should check it out. My bad, last night article. It's it's pretty fun. But yeah, John Cena ended up winning because of course John Cena wins, and now it's six pack challenge. Wonder. I can't wait to see John Cena win the six pack challenge. He's not going to win the six pass challenge. Well, yeah, of course, because Styles is winning. Of course, Styles this. is winning. We all know this. But the positive is John Cena is adding some star power to this match that's desperately needed. Hey. Yeah. Kevin Owens will always be my suit. Yeah, Kevin Owens is not the problem. Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler are the problem. Look, man, it's. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles. Also, those two are here. Or at least it was. Yeah, I know. But uh, you want to hear about uh, something? Dolph Ziggler sure sounds like he was exciting on this week's episode. I mean, I didn't write anything aside for the part where he kicked Kevin Owens in the head for real. What a great guy. That's super exciting. Hold on one second, John. I'll be right back. You, You talk about how much you love Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler's bad. But all I have to say. And remember when Dolph Ziggler was cool? He did cool things that were fun, exciting. I don't know. Anyway, we're 
just to remind you all out there, we are monitoring our chat over twitch.tv slash shows and online. So send us well, you questions want, your comments. You we'll want to talk about Dolph Ziggler, John? Finish talking about Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I had to deal with something real fast. It's a live show, everybody. I finished talking about him. I, I said everything that needed to be said. He's bad. Yeah, you know, all he did on the show was kick Kevin Owens in the back of the head for reals. Cool. Don't, don't matter. Again, so stop trying to lead the notes. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to ignore a bunch of things that happen on this show. And get to the good stuff. You know what was good on SmackDown? No. Brazongo. Okay. They exist. And they have okay. a bulletin board with pictures from all their segments, and they say solved in different ways. And then Josh Jamil showed up. You know, the actor. Who? The actor. Josh Jamil, he showed up on WWE before. Oh. And he's like, hey, I'm here to promote my show Unsolved on the USA Network. So, it's a show about mysteries, so I thought I'd hang out with you guys. And Brazongo, he's were... on the big. He's the, oh right, okay. He's the the white guy on the Biggie Tupac show that the show seems to be about. Yeah, he's on Unsolved, which is a show about uh, solving the mysteries of the murders of Biggie Smalls and uh, Tupac. Murder of two prominent black rappers, starring white guy. As you, you know, it's America. Yep, America in 2018. Also, America in ever. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, he'll turn. He'll turn. This this segment was real good. It was great. He was trying to talk about a show, and Brazongo uh, like, yeah, we'll see. We actually solved our mysteries, so fuck you, buddy. Damn, he's got him there. And then he was trying to talk they about got him. Fuck. How the show is about uh, you know, trying about about the murders of Tupac and Biggie, and then Fandango. Points behind him and says, "Look, we solved it. We solved your case." And behind him are the New Day, and they're pointing at Big E. It's racist. No, because Big E instead of Big E, it's really good. It's racist. And then Big E mentioned how they won that rap battle, so he's going to do a, a rap. And then, and then at the end of his rap, he jumped into Xavier Woods and Kofi's arms while he was lounging, and it was amazing. It's the lead picture on about last night. It's so good. But yeah, Actually, the, seg- the segment ends with uh, Dumel mentioning that it's a TV show, and he's not actually a detective, and it crushing Brazongo. But Fandango saying, hey, you always looked up to him, and this, this totally ruined everything. It was great. This was good promotion for the the show. I actually want, tuned into some of it after SmackDown. They got me. They should do more of How this. How was it, Owen? I, it was kind of in the background. I was writing notes. All right, then. But it seemed like it was good, well done. Okay, then. So, yeah. Prozango got to exist. I was happy about that. I hear that the USA is is fine with saying the fuck word on television now. Yeah, I'm waiting for Rusev to drop it. The fuck word. The fuck word. Can we just cancel the rest of Heel Turn and just play that that YouTube video of no. Vince saying the fuck word no, for we 30 don't, minutes? No, we don't own the rights to that. I mean, does anyone own the rights to that? Yeah. 
Google. Mr. Google. Mr. Rob Google. He owns it. I don't think that's true. Uh, you proved me wrong, then. If anything, probably HBO owns it. But... And, I, and I'll talk to you about the, the New Day. Well, while you do that... No, you're not going I'm to play going it. To you're not going I'm to going play to play it. No, you're not going to play it on the stream. You're right. It's not going to broadcast through the stream. It's going to broadcast into my headphones, and I'm just going to spend Great. the rest of this episode laughing to myself going... <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Every, everyone's taking about the job. I'm going to talk about the rest of the show with Adam. All right, then. I'll tell everybody about the New Day. We're also in in one of the best segments they've ever been in. Because it involved Big E getting spritzed in the balls. What? Kofi's, Why? Kofi spritzed him. Big, and David kept trying to cut a promo, and every time he started talking, Big E yelled, spritz me, and then Kofi had his little... Bottle and spritzed him in the balls. Sure. And he kept doing it, and Xavier was like actually like breaking because he, he he was like really did not want him to keep doing this, but they did. And then Usos came out and says, "Hey, motherfuckers," because you can say the fuck word on USA Network. The fuck word. It's not natural to not actually say motherfucker, but they did say, "Hey." You guys are all, you know, we had a great feud, but also you guys are just a bunch of, you know, Fruit Loop dressing clowns while we're an actual serious team. And that's why at the end of our battles, we ended up with the belts. And also, you guys are in our way of getting a spot on WrestleMania. And don't know if you know this, we've never been on a WrestleMania. I did know this. Yeah, and, they, and it's part of the story now. It's like, yo, since WrestleMania 27... We have not been on WrestleMania, and that's kind of fucked up because we're like the best tag team. So we're gonna, you guys are not taking our spot, and you guys can continue to live in the past while we're you know fighting in the present. And then they started to do their Usa Penitentiary thing, but then and then Big E just went ballistic and talked about how the New Day like had to work with nothing. And built themselves up to become the act, you know, the huge star that they are, instead of ha you know, only getting to where the Usos are because of their dad. But that's the only reason the Usos even got a shot is because, you know, who they're related to. Where the New Day just had nothing, and built themselves up, and got and grabbed the opportunities for themselves. That's pretty the fuck word up. Yeah, it was really good. This was an amazing promo. This was on par with the rap battle. It may have actually been better. I liked it a lot. It was very heated. It did end really weird. With when they were about to go like toe to toe, the Bludgeon Brothers came out. And then what happened was uh the Bludgeon Brothers came out with the, and, they, and brought their hammers into the ring and everyone just slowly cool. got out of the ring and walked away. And that was it. Cool. I did appreciate the crowd ch chanted at them. Chanted, uh, why you scared? It's, it's a valid question. Why are they scared of the Bludgeon Brothers? Are you scared because of the Bludgeon they, Brothers? Because they got big hammers, and hammers are scary as the fuck word. Yeah. You know what else is, uh, scary? 
being two minutes, only two minutes into this 30 minute video of Vince McMahon says the fuck word for 30 minutes. John, you need to stop doing that and actually like talk with me. You're killing me here. <laughs> you really are killing me. He says the fuck word. Uh, Rusev met with Shane McMahon earlier in the day about how fucked up it is that Rusev hasn't been on SmackDown in weeks. Which is a valid thing. Oh, really? Yeah. And then Aiden English is like saying, like, it's Rusev Day and what the fuck are you doing? Well, yeah. Of course it's Rusev Day. And Shane's like, yeah. Sure. Fine, you have a match tonight. Shane says, noted. No, he said they have a match. And Rusev said, fine, who am I fighting? And Shane's like, no. Aiden English has a match. And he did. Against Shinsuke Nakamura. Alright then. This match went through a commercial break and I don't know why. Also, Rusev was interfering to try to help Aiden English win, but it didn't work. Unfortunate. Yeah, I know. Can you believe it's Shinsuke Nakamura, the guy who won the Rumble, won the match against Aiden English? What? I know. It's not possible. Wild. But yeah, it happened. And the last thing I want to talk about SmackDown is uh, Bobby Roode was having an interview about, nope. about having to defend his title at Fastlane. And then Randy Orton showed up. And then Jinder Mahal showed up. I'm just kidding. Jinder Mahal didn't show up. They didn't, they didn't even mention Jinder. I don't think he exists anymore. And I'm kind of okay with it. No Jinder Mahal. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But Randy Orton actually cut a good, reason, a good valid reason for why he's going after the US title. And you know what that is? Fuck you, I'm Randy Orton. No. It's because in my 16 years in this company, it's the one belt I haven't had. So I, sh- I want that belt. I want to complete th- my set. And I went, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Why not? Right, then. It was kind of it was Chris Jericho's story, too. It's like, I'd never held the U.S. title. I want that. Now, Renewers like that. I want the U.S. belt. And, and fuck a Bobby Roode. He kind of he kind of said and fuck a Bobby Roode, and I was like, yeah, he does suck as champion. You're right. So yeah, I'm, fuck word. So yeah, screw it. I'm I'm on board with this match. Whatever. It's not gonna be good, but at least they have a reason for it. Instead of oh, there was a top ten list. Stupid. But yeah, that's that's all the important things on SmackDown. I had actual points of positivity to talk about, so that's a thumbs up for me. Unlike the previous week. And then the Mixed Match Challenge was good this week, too. Because it was the start of the second round, and it was uh, the team of Finn Balor and Sasha Banks taking on the team of uh, The Miz and Asuka. You like those people, right? Sure. Finn was wearing his blue stuff again. Nakamura was in the Facebook chat and he said Blue Finn. And then he said, that's tasty. 
He's he's saying that Finn is tuna. He looks like a tuna fish. Come on, Nakamura's goofy. He's wild. He's the rock star. Come on. Give me something. What what about Nakamura? What? Are you not even listening to me? I'm mostly just Stop listening to that song, John! But it's the fuck word. No, stop listening to it! No, I was listening. It's just I don't I I'm mostly still not understanding why Nakamura is is here. Because they always have somebody in the chat on the Facebook. It's fun. Yeah, but Nakamura lost. Yeah, they have. People. So why is he in the chat? Because he's got he's have someone not, that that he's got won. Else to do. He's got nothing else to do. I guess he got a point there. They had Biggie and Carmella in the chat the other week, and they were eliminated. Well, They're just they just have how people. How much of this I've watched? Because I I feel like the last time I was watching it was people that have not been eliminated in the chat. No, it, they just have people that are on the that are there for SmackDown anyway, just hanging out. That makes sense. Anyway, they had a good storyline for this, actually, believe it or not. Instead of just, oh, we're going to say each other's catchphrases, that's fun. Instead, the the Miz was talking about, in their in their promo, was talking about how uh, they were going to keep their undefeated streak. And Asuka had to keep correcting him, saying, no, it's my undefeated streak, what the fuck are you talking about? And the was like, no, don't worry, no, I know your English isn't very good, but it's ours. It's like, no, she's like, no, I understand what I'm saying, it's my streak. So the whole storyline was uh, Asuka being very paranoid about the Miz being in the ring because she didn't want him to fuck up her streak. Fair. Reasonable, even. Especially because, and which she also mentioned, is you lost to Finn Balor last night. Please don't lose to him again when my streak is on the line. You idiot. Yeah. Reasonable. It was awesome. That was the story was Oscar like being very, very upset on the at the apron every time the the Miz was in trouble. It was really good. And and then like actually having like pit, her break up pinfalls, which we haven't had in the mix match challenge, having you know the opposite gender breaking up pinfalls, which was nice. It was good. It was a really good match, and the ending was awesome because it ended with the uh, with the men as legal in the match, but it, all four people in the ring, and Sasha putting a uh, putting Oscar into the bank statement while Finn has the Miz in a uh, crossface, and it looks like they're both about to tap at the same time, but Oscar gets near the ropes. Sasha does that thing where she kicks and kicks the rope and turns and like flips it be back in the center of the ring. Mm-hmm. Except Asuka gets out of it during this transition and puts the Asuka lock on, which huh. which causes uh which causes Sasha to, to tap even though you know she's not legal. Finn looks over at her tapping, which is enough of a distraction for the Miz to uh, move the momentum of the crossfades into a pinfall and then pins Finn. Sure, it was really good. Everyone was involved in it. And then Finn had the best the shocked fa- looks on his face that they kept cutting to, and it was fun to watch. So, Hooray! Yeah, it was great. It was a great match. Like, it was an actually great match, not just, oh, it's a silly mixed match challenge thing. It was an actually great match. 
And then next week we have the team of uh, Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman taking on uh, Jimmy Uso and Naomi. All right, then. That should be a fun one, too. I guess. And then 205 Live was fine, but there's nothing really to report, so I'll just tell you that there's good wrestling on this show. Cedric Alexander beats TJP because, of course... And uh, Roddy defeated Kalisto because, of course... And Roddy, weird that she, Roddy is mm-hmm. becoming the MVP of this tournament because he's really, really good, even if the crowd's like not reacting because it's 205 Live. How weird that you don't care to talk about the 205 Live on the week that the Drew Gulak does nothing. No, I'm, I don't want to talk about it because there's like no nothing to report besides they had some really good matches that you should watch. I don't need to break them down because this is a long episode of Heel Turn anyway. Can't believe it. I can't tell by your voice that you're tired. Kulak is not involved. No, I'm giving you shit. Shut up, John. I really enjoyed the show. You should watch it. Drew Gulak, I think, is on next week. I don't remember. I can't wait to see Drew Gulak. Yeah, and he's going to lose. I'm going to be mad. It's gonna be so exciting. Fuck you, John. Watch. Fuck you. Talk about NXT. So I hate good. you. I hate I you, John. I love Drew Gulak. He's such a good character. You're the fuck word. Doing his cool character. You're the fuck word. What the fuck did you call me? I called you the fuck word. You know what? Fair. Anyway, NXT was also this week, and it was a very good episode. Tell me about it. Or at least. It started off really strong, Uh-oh. and it wasn't as strong in the end, but it was the man, that fucking first match, though. Hey, Owen, do you like the Tyler Bate? Yeah, it's great. Do you like the, the Velveteen Dream? Of course, dude. Why are you even asking that one? Well, you're in luck because they had a match. Oh, good. Would you be surprised if I told you that it was really good? And had an actual like, live crowd, lively crowd that enjoyed it. Yeah, nice. w- would you be surprised if I told you that? No, I wouldn't be. Well, I have some bad news for you. Oh no, what? It was actually better than that. It was really, really fun. Nice. Game. It was. It was a great fucking match. Of course it was. Tyler Bates awesome. Is he just a member of NXT now? I don't know. Because I want to know for our stats if I should just move him to NXT. I mean, I feel like he's always been a member of NXT. But the crew, with the two, I mean, but the uh, the UK people have always been kind of weird. Yeah, but this, but NXT is basically where the UK people live. Uh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm starting to think that I'm just going to move them in our stats thing to be on NXT until this fucking UK show starts. I mean, I think that's where they need to live, with the exception of uh, Mark Andrews. He is moved to to, to the cruiserweight division. Well, yeah, Mandrews is definitely a cruiserweight now. Yeah, I'm just saying that because WWE's website lists him as a cruiserweight. Yeah. He's not. Oh, does it? Yeah, they, they say he's he's officially on 205 Live. Right, where, do they, where do they list, like, Wolfgang? I think he's listed as... Oh, that's a good question. I should check. I don't even know if he's listed. He might not even be on their roster thing. And if he is, he's probably it's listed as NXT. Should be. Yeah, he's following. You, you, you talk. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look it up. 
Yeah, that match is really good. And you should watch that match. It was really cool. Uh, what else happened on this show? Uh, Adam Cole fought Cesar Bononi. Excuse me? Adam Cole, baby, fought Cesar Bononi. Cesar Bononi's okay. He's... They picked him as the superstar to watch or some bullshit? Who picked him? I don't know. The same people that said that Aleister Black and Velveteen Dream was rivalry of the year. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. It was some kind of like fake fucking slammies or some shit for NXT. Uh-huh. I think it's probably the same You're thing. The words? Yeah, that one. Oh, okay. People vote on that. Also, Wolfgang is not on the roster page. Fuck that. I know. Fuck that. I know. Where's the Pete done? He's listed as NXT. Good. All, all, the next. Of the, all of the uh, the UK people that they actually have listed on that page are listed as NXT, just by default. What about... Is Trent Seven on there? Oh, God, now I'm going to open it up again, you asshole. Yep, I am. Anyway, uh... This match was basically Adam Cole trying to convince... Cesar Bononi to join the Undisputed Era. And Why? Then in, because it was a ruse to just beat the shit out of him. And oh, okay. That, makes, that sounds like Adam Cole. Very sure that his fucking face would kill him. Baby. Yeah, this this is this is barely a match. Adam Cole just fucking trucked him. As you Baby. do. Yeah, as you do. Trent Shayna Baszler had her match against Kyrie Sane. Trent Seven's listed as NXT. Good. I'm glad that also Trent he's Seven's not a cruiserweight. So duh. Well, yeah, I know, but I don't know. If they didn't have Wolfgang on there. I could see Trent Seven not being on there. Was what I was more Trent saying. Seven's in the, uh, the what do you call it? The uh, Dusty Classic. So yeah. Oh, good. He's part of Mustache Mountain. Oh, is Mustache Mountain in it? I didn't yes. know. Yes, they are. They they sh- they did show the brackets. They and had and they had a bunch of promos uh, for Dusty Classic, by which I mean they had two. Let me guess, Sanity. No. Let me guess, uh, Undisputed Era. No. Uh, oh wait, they wouldn't be in it because they're the champs. Um, uh, Street Profits. Yes. And Heavy Machinery. No. Shit. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> who the fuck else is in this tournament? Wait. By the way, do you know who Street Profits are fighting in the first round of the Dusty Classic, which will probably be next week? Who? Heavy Machinery. Nice. That's why I thought they would promo against them. Was the other team uh, Oni Lorcan and uh, Danny Birch? Nope. Who was it? Authors of Pain. Oh, they don't they don't cut promos. That doesn't count. That was uh, they cut a cool promo. Paul Ellering cut the promo. Paul Ellering cut the promo. As ha- hanging at the top of that staircase. As you do. And then Akum appeared at one side of the staircase and started yelling in whatever weird language they speak and then yelled a bunch of other words in English. Uh-huh. And Rezar appeared on the other side of the staircase and he was started yelling in the language that they speak that I don't know. And then he said some English words. And Paul Allring said some more things. And they yelled. Yeah, that sounds about right. It was cool. I liked it. I like Authors of Pain. They're great. Shut up. Tell me more about next. Do you know who they're fighting in the Dusty Classic no, next week? I don't know. I I actually think that this is really fucking interesting. They're fighting TM61. 
Good. Team Six One's gonna beat them. That'd be cool. I think it's gonna be Team Six One in the finals against. Uh, you really think the Team Six One's going back to the finals? Yeah, man. Because remember what the finals was last time. Yeah, I know. Spoilers, it was this match. Yeah, I know. As I say, tf one's going to win this time. And they're going to fight... Uh, I was saying it for the audience at home. Come on, I know you know. I forget, I was looking at the bracket before and I said who I wanted them to fight. I, I don't remember now. Sanity. No, it might, might be Mustache Mountain. If they're on separate sides of the bracket, then that's who I've picked. Believe in, I don't think believe in Mustache Mountain, you asshole. I don't think it'll be Mustache Mountain. Fuck you. They're not going to do face versus face. Yeah, this is NXT. They don't give a fuck. They're not going to do that. Alright, tell me, tell me They've more. They've never done it. They've never done it for the Dusty Classic. They've only had a couple of them. I mean, this is the third, yes, but no, man, like, come on, what was the remember the first one? It was fucking It was Joe and uh, Finn versus, like, Corbin and someone Rhino? Who the fuck was Corbin's partner? Oh, it was Rhino right. Yeah, that's what I said, Rhino Oh, I didn't hear you say Rhino I said Rhino! Well, fuck you! Fuck me Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane had their match Oh, was it better than their other one? Yes. Good. Did Shannon Baszler actually like do good moves, and not like legit try to hurt her? Shannon Baszler was better. Yeah. Good. That's good. I'm still, you know, like I said, I still think that there's a, a lot about her that's pretty awkward. I think that there's a lot of her that like, you know, and granted, yeah, she's in developmental, so no shit. But like, I still feel like there's a lot of Shannon Baszler that is just kind of playing wrestler and doesn't feel like a wrestler. Mm -hmm. Like, I look... Again, this is going to sound a lot meaner than I intend it to. Stop being mean! I won't. I look at her entrance, where she does the fucking, like... She does, like, oh, I hold my hands out, and I do the fake diamond cutter, and then I do my, like, warm-up punching routine thing. Like... And it just reminds me of Eva Marie. Wow. It reminds me of that, like, because it does, it feels less like someone who's being a wrestler, someone who's doing a character, than it does someone that's doing, like, the fucking, like, it's someone who is playing a wrestling care, a wrestler from a video game where you hit the fucking taunt button and they're just doing the pre-canned animation because it's really all they know how to do. I, I think it's more that she's doing an MMA entrance. Which isn't about Flash. It's about, you know, doing a hand sign and then getting to the ring. It's, it's a bad MMA entrance. Yeah, she needs work. If that's what she's doing, it's she's not doing it well. Yeah, she needs like, work. Like, I get what she's doing from the, like, okay, I'm just doing my warm-up punches, things like that. The problem is not, like, oh, man, she's doing this routine that's bad. It's that, like... She does the she does the exact same routine the exact same way like three fucking times in her entrance. Yeah, she, again, she needs work, but yeah, she's she's, she's working on it. No, she's and I'm not and I'm not trying to say otherwise. She's definitely looking a lot better mm -hmm. than she has. I thought that this was probably 
I thought that this was probably one of her best matches. Nice. Granted, she hasn't had that many, so it's not like, you know, it's hard to fucking, you know, mm-hmm. otherwise. But, like, I thought that she looked really good here, even if I thought that the ending was not great. What was the ending? The ending was Shayna won. But oh. it's not that it's not that Shayna won that bothered me as much as it was Kyrie tapped very quickly. Yeah, she didn't want to get killed. It just it didn't seem She's a twig. It didn't feel right. Twig. A little twig and she didn't want to get snapped. It didn't feel right for Kyrie's character. Okay. Is all I'm saying. I get it. But it was a good match. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, uh the main event was almost and Zelina being dicks. What? Yeah. That was that was the main event? Yeah, the main event was almost coming out of the ring to cut a promo about you fuck Johnny Gargano. Word. And Johnny Gargano is all like, Oh I got I won respect and that's cool. Now fuck that, you know what? And fucking almost got paid. It's, it's not wrong. She's not wrong. Not wrong at all. Is I it- just want to throw this out there, by the way, even though it actually doesn't matter, and I'm just kind of killing time here. I'm getting a whole bunch of messages from, uh, from Discord, our Discord here. Yeah. Looking at the people talking about the songs that they would buy from the Rock Band Network. I mean, not our Discord, a different Discord. Not, I mean, not the Ozone Discord. N- yes, the other Discord that we are a part of. Uh-huh, yeah. I find it interesting that the only songs they're saying are the ones that you did. What? No, d- yeah. no, my songs are all bad. I'm, I'm, never re- I'm never re-licensing them. I mean, this person wants St. Elmo's Fire. No, th- I'm taking that to the grave. Which I agree, it's bad. I'm taking that one to the grave. Also, I can I can't say it's bad. Come on, this is public. Well, I'm aware. That's all, why I'm all, saying all it. of the artists I worked with are professionals, and I am honored to have partnered with them. And I have no relation to this in any way whatsoever. This so is my I stream. Say, Don't talk bad about eh, my friends. Cool. I'm your friend. They're you my... talk bad about me all the time. Well, because that's because you're here to defend yourself. They're not. Also, we don't have a contract with each other. Anyway, they cut this They cut this promo, and then it ended with Aleister Black coming out and being all like, Hey, I'm Aleister Black. I'm with the belt. He wants the belt, but then Killing Dane came out, and it was all like, No, but actually, I want the belt. Like, Yo, check out my sick bagpipes. Also, fuck you. Check out my sick... I thought you were going to say, check out my sick back hair. And I was like, yeah, he's got a lot of that. Both. Check out both. Boom. Anyway, basically the show ended with uh, with Black and uh, and Killian beating the shit out of each other while fucking uh, almost hung out in the ring on the uh, on the entrance and laughed about it. Nice. Because he's like, ha 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 ha, they're fighting instead of fighting me. That's cool. I'd like them to have a triple threat. And he's not wrong. Triple threat would be cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Make it a four-way. Put Lars Sullivan in there. Remember him? Eh. Yeah, where the fuck has Lars been? I don't know. He hasn't, he hasn't been to the tapings. He might be injured. I don't like maybe, it. Maybe that, maybe that thing 
He's getting that thing. Remember his uh, knee was in a brace. Maybe he's getting that fixed. I was wondering what that was about. I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything. I just know he wasn't <laughs> at the tapings. Yeah, it sucks. I miss Larson. Yeah. And, I was, and I was thinking, like, well, you know, they're not doing anything with him at a, a takeover, and that sucks. But, you know, they'll get back to him. He'll, he's got to do that, right? He'll, huh? he'll come back, hopefully. I mean, better. What, what's this last thing you wrote in the notes? Oh, uh, we, talk, we talked about it. It was the, the, the Dusty Rose classic promos. Ah, okay. Cool. Is, yeah, is that it, it was the, the Street Profits promo and the, other, and the Authors of Pain promo. Nice. All right. Street Profits promo was actually kind of funny. What'd they do? They were hanging out on the street, interviewing people on the street to ask them who they thought was going to win. But it was just them taking turns interviewing each other, and the other person would give themselves a fake name, but was just wearing the ring gear. Nice. I like it. Was it was really stupid. I like it. But I was, I was into it. Did they have the solo cup? Uh, no, I don't think they did, actually. Wow. Wow. Is that it for Hold on, I have one more update for you. What do you want? What? Lars is younger than I am. Ah! Get fucked. You're old. Lars is also older than you by like three weeks. Oh, good. He's older than that's cool. In conclusion, Lars looks really fucking old for a 29-year-old man. Which makes me feel better about myself. And that's all that matters. And that's it for Heel Turn! A production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. It's a website where we do things on the website. You should check out the website. Yeah, that we're... Eventually, your review will go up, I hope. Lars Sullivan's real name is Dylan Miley. You're a Dylan Miley. That's a weird name. Mm-hmm. Keep Dylan Miley Cyrus. John, just anyway, keep going. Sorry, I had, to, I had to come up with that joke there. It was no, real funny, I bet. No, it was not good. Keep going. You're not good! I know this. Oh, man. Hmm. Hey, look, guys, we stream this sucker live every Wednesday starting around 9 Eastern over at twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. Isn't that cool? It's a great thing that we do that's neat. Mm-hmm. You know what else is neat, Owen? YouTube? Sure. That wasn't what I was going to say, though. I mean, YouTube's... Actually, YouTube is not cool, but we stream there, too, anyway. It's true. What, but what YouTube else? She was the cool? definition of not cool. Facebook is uh, okay. Actually, no, Facebook you're wrong. Not cool. That's not yeah. cool either. Yeah, Facebook is really not cool. I'm they're sorry. St- they're stealing our data and they're listening to you on your phone. But hey, guess what? What? We're there anyway. So check us out at facebook.com/pwdotc. You can also follow us on Twitter at the Heel Turn. They suck too, but whatever. Yeah, you know Facebook, the app on your phone actually listens to you, right? No, I know. Because I talk about restaurants to somebody, and then I get a Facebook ad about that restaurant. It's kind of fucked up. No, I'm, I'm aware. I've heard this before. This is it's, it's really fucked up. But don't worry, we're not listening to your conversations on your phone. Wink. 
Speak for yourself, man. I'm always listening. However, we're listening to you if you uh, subscribe to the proper tier on our Patreon. Oh, my. At patreon.com slash PWC. If, oh, my. If you're an insane person and you, and you uh, give us $20 a month, we'll do an article that you suggest. Like, oh, my. Like the one that John was supposed to do. Like two, Still coming. All right. You, you say this. You say this about say you say this about a lot of things, John. Yeah, I know. I'll believe it when I see it. Fair. I mean, it takes me a while, but it's always fucking good. Oh, I know. I know. Slow and steady wins the race. However, you were talking about Twitter, and even though it's not cool, you can follow me on it at the underscore ozone. Indeed. What about you? You can follow me on Twitter and various other places on the internet at I am John GM. Alright. Well, John, that's it for Heel Turn. Uh, we will be back next week, and I next week I will have my predictions for the final SmackDown pay-per-view ever. It's going to be Fastlane. Hooray! Fastlane's always been a great show. <sighs> so I bet this one will be no different. Killing me. I'm trying, trying, I'm trying to be positive. You're, you're really killing me here, John. Anyway, well, that was your first mistake, trying to be positive about things that are impossible to be positive about, fair, like wrestling. Fair enough. Well, we will be back next week, and until then, the fuck word, 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 the fuck word. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.